You are listening to Electric Bike Radio. Welcome to episode 25 of Electric Bike Radio, keeping it clean. I'm Jared, and as always, here's Wayne. Hey, Jared. I can't believe we're at 25 already. It seems like a lot. It, it is a lot. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> rather proud of that. Most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes, so we're doing good. Or something like that. <laughs> so today we thought we'd do a quick episode based on questions we get all the time. And, and one of those questions is, how do you keep your e-bike clean? And we're not talking about full-out scrub-downs. We're kind of talking about regular cleaning, like not if you went out mudding or something. That's that's the pose and all that stuff. We're not getting into that. I think the majority of e-bikers are, or at least the ones that listen to our podcast, are road, path, light trail riders, things like that. And a quick wipe down after every ride or maybe a little cleaning every few rides can really prevent you from ever having to do that big scrub-down. So we thought, why don't we talk about what we do? Uh, Dwayne, why don't you why don't you start? What is your light cleaning regimen? Yeah, no, and I totally agree with that. That uh, you know, if you if you do if you keep up with the bike regularly, you shouldn't ever have to really you know hose it down all that sort of thing. Unless you're caught in the rain, and we talked about that in a different episode. What what do you do then? But yeah, I, every maybe every ride, maybe every other ride. It really yeah. Be honest, on. not every ride. No. no <laughs> Sometimes when you're going out on a group ride, though, and you know people are going to be looking at your bike, you want to you know, pay a little bit of attention to it. But, yeah, no, every couple rides I will definitely take a look at it and make see how do things look. And most of the problems that I have with my cleaning my bike are, are dust, you know, or a little bit of dirt, a little bit of um, grease that's flown off here and there. And that's usually just a, a wipe down. And I will do that with... Um, uh, a couple products. I, I I usually have a lot of cleaning products laying around because I do detail my car. I like to keep my cars clean. So and I try to use the same products uh, for for both to the extent I can. So if I'm just doing a wipe down on my bike, I'm like the the painted surfaces and the wheels. I will use a a quick detailing spray. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to use the Meguiar's product. So Meguiar's has a quick detailer. Detailing sprays are kind of like um, it, they have a lubrication quality, so it helps you get the dirt off the paint without scratching it and also provides just a little bit of like sort of lasting shine and surface protection. And, and a bottle of that with some uh, microfiber cloths that you can buy just about anywhere. I buy them. I try and buy as many as I can when I see them on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of detailer spray and a microfiber cloth will clean up most of the stuff on your bike. Okay. Well, uh, I'm similar as far as how frequently I clean mine. It's probably every every week or two. Um, it's funny you mentioned that when we have a group ride, uh, I definitely will pay more attention to it. My wife makes fun of me. It's kind of like the car club days I used to have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saturday, all day Saturday was devoted to cleaning the car to make it look fancy for the Saturday night group meet. Um I still occasionally do that with with the bike these days. It's a lot less surface area to cover. But um, types of claws, I I use the same. I use microfiber claws too. They're cheap. I just bought a new package from Home Depot. I want to say it's like 15 or 20 of them for six bucks. 
I mean, they're really they're really cheap these days. I remember when they used to be fancy and expensive, but they cost nothing now. And they really do help to keep the dust off your paint as you're cleaning off dust and dirt. Um, they lift it off the off the paint a little bit so they don't scratch. Uh, as far as the chemicals I use, um, again, I used to be into cars, and I'm sure I have some acquires quick detail and quick wax <laughs> still buried in a bucket in my shed. But I've gotten so lazy, I basically use my household cleaners in the very diluted form that I use for my countertop. So that's usually simple green in the very diluted form, the one one cap for 64 ounces or whatever it is recommended on there. Or I think I've got pine saw in the bottle right now because that was on sale and that's what I'm using. But just a really dilute uh, degreaser type thing you might use for your kitchen counters uh, works fine for me. Um, and I just break that out and spray it. Um, and I, oh, and I, I do spray it on the cloth usually. I do not spray it on the bike. That's a easier way to prevent overspray and that sort of thing is to spray right onto your rag. And mm-hmm. I, I will admit that microfiber cloths have gotten so cheap, especially if you can find them on sale or on clearance, that I don't wash them a lot. <laughs> I use them and, and dispose of them, which probably isn't the most environmentally friendly <laughs> thing. Um, I should probably not do that, but, but that is um, – that is one of the benefits of microfiber cloths becoming so so inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, when I'm starting to clean, I usually take out my microfiber cloth. I usually grab two of them, maybe two or three, just to have on hand. Because as they get progressively dirtier, I will you know put that one aside and say, all right, that one's no longer going to touch any more paint, so I don't accidentally take any sand or anything and, and gouge it into the paint. But um, I will start from the top. Just like you would be, uh, you would want to do on your car. You start from the least dirty spot, so you don't drag the dirt into the cleaner spots, and start with my handlebars and start working my way down. You do the same. Yep, and the the two cloth uh, rule is that's a great idea. I mean, that's same thing you do in car detailing. They talk about like washing with a two bucket system, where you have a clean mm-hmm. bucket and a dirty bucket. I do the same thing with the cloths. Anything that gets real dirty or touches wheels or grease, you know, that cloth doesn't touch the paint again. So you always right. have sort of a a, a cleanish uh, cloth and, a, and one that you've gotten more uh, greasy, dirty. Right, exactly. Same thing. You don't backtrack. You can use different corners. You fold it over. You flip to a clean side every every now and then, and you can get all the way through it. And if you're using a light spray um, on the cloth, I pretty much think you can wipe down anything with one spray. So uh, if you get some on any electrical contacts, no big deal. You can just wipe in there. It's not like you're going to be soaking anything. I don't think it ever hurts anything. Um, that's not a, probably a manufacturer recommendation, but I just kind of go and, and wipe down everything. And, and you know, you start with the screens up at the top, so they get a nice clean cloth and doesn't matter what you use on them. They're fine as long as it's a clean cloth and you're not soaking it. And you just work your way all the way down and make the wheels a last. Yeah. And the wheels are my least favorite part because they're the hardest to do only because uh, actually on my bike with the with the mag wheels, it's actually not so, not so bad. But like on uh, other bikes with spoked wheels, you know, just getting in between all the spokes and everything, it makes that harder than than other parts of the bike. So it's sort of the more time-consuming to get the sides of the wheel and then get the middle of the wheel in between each spoke. Um, takes a little bit more time, but but the wheels get dirty because they're the closest thing to the ground. Right. I guess one thing to think about, though, um, as far as using any sort of degreaser or quick cleaner, is that you don't want to touch the brake rotors with that. 
um, because the brake rotors just need to stay like sterilely spotless. Um, usually manufacturers of brake pads and things recommend just rubbing alcohol on those. So save those kind of for last. And that way, if you get anything on them or you accidentally touch them with your fingers or anything, you can take that alcohol. Maybe that's what you do with your second cloth if you haven't gotten it dirty yet. Um, and use that alcohol and clean off your brake rotors really well to make sure there's no grease on them. And that'll keep your brakes from getting a squeal on them later on. Now, what about the chain and sprocket? Um, obviously, that's a, a trouble spot because those should be lubricated and lube tends to attract dirt <laughs> that sticks to them. So those things get dirty. What, what do you do about, uh, about that on a, on a regular basis? Well, that's a good question. Um, what I do is I'd say probably every two weeks to a month. I generally use White Lightning Clean Lube or a Clean Ride, I think it's called. It's a wax-based lubricant. And one nice thing about it is that it sheds dirt. So as dirt gets into the wax uh, wax lubricant, it kind of starts coming out of the chain and it turns into this kind of yucky mess on the outside of the chain. But then I will, uh, when I go every two weeks or three weeks or a month, I will basically run the chain through another microfiber towel, usually the one I've used on the rest of the bike at this point, so this is the last thing I do. I'll wipe everything by running uh, the chain through the towel several times, you know, through several cycles. And then I will run a whole bunch of white lightning lube on the top of it and let it kind of drip through and soak through as I keep spinning it through. Um, Give it a couple minutes and then use a slightly clean side of that same towel and just hold it lightly on the bottom of the chain and run it once or twice through just to suck up any excess. And that's about the end of it. Very rarely am I cleaning chains thoroughly uh i probably am pro- i'm probably too lazy about that but honestly this usually keeps them going great for thousands of miles without any of any issues yeah i do something very similar i just use a different product um and, and this is just it's a product that was recommended to me by the local bike store at one point it's uh, made by finish line and it's called one step uh cleaner and lubricant and this goes against my general rule. Usually I think that any product that does two things probably does neither one of them <laughs> as well as it should. But this one seems to work. It does it does uh, clean and sort of degrease the chain uh, and sprocket, but also uh, leaves some lubricating you know properties behind. So I will do the same thing. I'll sort of spray it down and then uh, wipe it off with a, a microfiber cloth. You know, spin the chain through it once or twice. And honestly, by doing that, you know, uh, maybe every three weeks, every month, something like that, um, I just went out and looked at the bike before we started this podcast to be sure. And it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One thing about the chain is that, you know, if it's dripping oil, you've got too much on it. And you don't need oil on the outside of the chain. That's not doing anything. So if you see visibly, like, see visible oil on the outside of the chain, you can wipe that off if you do a quick wipe down, and that will leave plenty within the chain for it to be lubricated for plenty of rides. So, well, what about other points of lubrication? Are there other spots that you lube or oil in some fashion on a regular basis? Honestly, all very rarely. Um, if everything is moving smoothly, I tend not to oil things. Maybe if I've been through a big rainstorm or something, I will use a, a lubricant. Um, I don't remember what I use because, honestly, I don't think I have any at the moment because I haven't needed it in a while. But 
if you're going to use a lubricant for say like brake cables or um, or the hinges on your on your brake handles or shifters or shifting cables or anything like that. Make sure you use something that's specifically designed for it. Not that it's super fancy or anything, but that way you know it's not going to be um, getting gummed up or whatever. It's designed not to catch all the dust on the road and gum up your stuff and, and get in there. So again, not to be not, again, not to be just super fancy or anything, just, just to make sure that you're not introducing dirt into the cables. How about you, Dwayne? Do you uh, do you oil anything, or, or frankly, is there anything you avoid? Not not really. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, the really the drivetrain. I'm not sure that any other points on the bike really call for regular lubrication. Obviously, if there's some sort of squeaking or something, then then maybe you try and hunt those things down. But no, as far as avoiding, you know, I just I try not to over lubricate. I try not to put um, any sort of lubrication on things that where it's not really necessary because it just becomes a, a dirt trap. Um, I try to avoid mm-hmm. messing around with wires, electrical contacts on the electrical bike, uh, and, of course, the like you said, the brake rotors. But uh, other than that, um, nothing in particular. Yeah, I think the one thing that we probably haven't covered is if for some reason you think you've gotten your electrical contacts dirty, you know, this is the e-bike specific part of this conversation. Um, if anything electrical has gotten dirty or covered in some sort of oil or anything like that, uh, they do sell electrical contact cleaner. There are tons of brands. You can get it at Home Depot, auto parts stores. WD-40 makes one. Um, CRC makes one that I've used. I think CRC is the one I usually use. Um, but again, not often. Very infre- That would not be part of my regular regimen unless... Basically, everything got completely soaked, and I was trying to really clean everything up. I guess since we're talking about e-bikes, one other e-bike-specific thing I was uh, told recently, I haven't tried it, but it makes some sense. If you have a a bike like mine, a Pedego bike, or other bikes where the battery slides into a a case, um, it can be difficult sometimes to slide those batteries out. Mm. And I saw someone recommending just a super light, you know, the battery is a, is a plastic enclosure and it's sliding into another plastic enclosure. Just a super light coating of something like Armor All or something that gives it just a little bit of slickness um, and is you designed for use with plastic, so it's not going to be a problem, um, can help get that battery to slide out a little easier, which, you know, when you're dealing with something that's heavy and awkward, sliding out easier can be a good thing. Interesting. Uh, one thing I remember from the car days is that um, Armorall has a mixed reputation on on plastics, actually, for, for long-term usage as far as it might start eating things away a little bit. There are a couple other products out there you could try, too. I've never had that problem. Um, I've used it before. I've never had that problem. But um, another product that I used for for decades and still use on things is um, Aerospace 303 Protectant. You can use that on anything that's synthetic plastic. Well, you can use it, frankly, on anything that isn't a cloth material. So synthetic plastics, rubbers, um, seats, whatnot. If you want to put that on, go for it. Just uh, maybe don't lubricate your seat because you'll you know slide right off it and that won't be so great. Right. No seats <laughs> or handlebars, please. <laughs> right, right. Don't... don't uh, don't tire shine your tires. How about that? That's one thing to avoid. 
Yeah, yeah that's another car thing, right? <laughs> right, um, right. Yeah, basically, tire shine is probably not the best idea for your tires. <laughs> it looks good in the short term, but um, it, it's not great for them in the long term. And it's not very good for uh, traction either. If you get any on the on the uh, tread path, so. <laughs> well, Jared, I think that that covers our our sort of quick tips on quick cleaning. As always, our quick tips on quick cleaning aren't so quick, but we hope that they help you keep your bike clean. We do. And we also hope that you will follow or subscribe to the show on the podcast player of your choice so that you don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can email us at ebikeradio at gmail.com. Our contact information and links to things that we talked about in this show will always be in the show notes that are viewable on your podcast player or on our website at www.ebikeradio.com. Uh, good to see you, Dwayne, and thanks to all of you out there for listening. And stay tuned to Electric Bike Radio.